0: Welcome, Welcome to to the Electrician, Electrician Success
1: Podcast. Podcast. High performance, technical, apps, and software.
0: It's all about relationship. Customers just want to be heard the truth. You just gotta be open and honest with yourself and go, yeah, we've got a problem. I let the guys create the culture. Anything that you want to achieve is possible. You just have to break it down backwards from the goal. This episode is brought to you by the Electrician Success Academy. You go to electrical school during your apprenticeship to learn how to be an electrician technically, but they don't teach you the skills you need to succeed in the electrical industry as an electrician and as a business owner. That's where the Electrician Success Academy comes in because we teach skills like customer service, business operation hacks, sales and marketing, work-life balance, finances, productivity, and more. All of these skills are applicable to any electrician and any business owner anywhere in the world. If you are looking to take your trade and your business to the next level we recommend that you sign up as a community member and be motivated by the high performance electricians in that group. This is called social learning. This is where we all teach each other something. As a community member you have direct Contact and can ask questions to any one of the interviewees that you hear on this podcast you can talk directly with me Greg Allen and you can talk directly with Kirk or anyone else that's on the podcast and you can interact with other high-performance electricians from around the world and get little tips and tricks that you might not have thought about in your local area and that's what this is all about we're trying to share high-performance information with the entire world so that we can all lift each other's standards and be more successful in the electrical industry. So if you're interested in, in signing up to that, go ahead to the electricians-success-academy.com and sign up as a community member. And if you want to further your learning after that and once you see what it's all about, then you can sign up to additional electrical courses on there as well. I welcome you just to go and check it out because we would love to have you on board as a community member. If you need to get in touch with me for whatever reason, just shoot me an email at support at electricians-success.com. But anyway, let's get stuck into this episode. We hope you enjoy it and you get a lot of value out of it. Have a super day out there. Talk to you soon. Hey, Alexi, welcome to the Electrician Success podcast. Really excited to have you on board, mate.
1: Glad to be here. Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, you're welcome and uh, really excited to learn more like what your experience has been in the electrical industry with marketing, your marketing expertise but could you tell me a little bit about electricians target and how you came about specializing for electricians in the electrical industry please?
1: That's a good question. So Greg, when we first started back in 2006, we were just your average digital marketing company. So we used to do marketing, different marketing strategies for a lot of different types of businesses and a lot of different types of um, industries. Yeah. And what we found is that what we were doing was working really well for plumbers and electricians. But when we decided that let's focus on one specific industry and let's become the best at it. Cool. So over the last four or five years, we've now built a brand around our business, Electrician Target, to focus on digital marketing specifically for electricians. Man, so you've
0: chosen a good industry, I think.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I did, I did, I did, I'm enjoying it, and mate, it's been, uh, some of the guys that we have on board with us are just uh, amazing, Um, it's just, it's been fantastic.
0: Cool. All right, I think um, what's important probably to start with, what is digital marketing? Can you just explain what your definition of that is?
1: Okay, so digital marketing is all about having a website and getting traffic to a website and converting that traffic into the call to action or desired result. So, digital marketing is about a number of different systems or platforms joining together to get you the desired result, which is about having a website, getting traffic, Making sales, getting the phone call, etc. Yeah, yep, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Cool. So that's the best definition in a nutshell. I mean, we can get deeper on that, but yeah. That's so what there's, there's
0: more is. than so pr- practically, it's more than having a website, isn't
1: it? It's way more than that. Way more a website that. is just um, a part of the equation. Yeah. Cool.
0: So what would you say is? uh a good platform to is it do you have to is it better to have like a whole diverse range of platforms that you're using to drive traffic to your website or just focus on one what would you say is your experience with uh traffic generation to the website because yeah you like you said it's more than just having a website to host all of your information about your business but then it's you know how do you get traffic there so what would you say is the biggest traffic generators
1: okay so Most electricians, when the idea of traffic comes up, it's not even on the radar screen because most electricians would think, yep, I'll just get a website, I'll pay two or three, four or five thousand dollars for a website, and then what? Well, if the electrician's up to a stage where they're thinking, okay, how do I get traffic to my website, then we recommend that you just start with one. Start with one and become the best at it. Yeah. Once you've maxed out the full potential of what that platform can offer, whether it's Google, Instagram, Facebook, remarketing, all this other stuff. Yeah. Master one. Once you've mastered one, and and you and you've gotten your business to a point now where you want more, but you can't spend enough to get more from that existing platform, then move on to something else. Oh, really? And love add that. that. Yeah. Because most Most electricians, you know, they have a Facebook page and they try to do all these different things at once. But it's kind of like being a jack of all trades. Mm. You never become an expert at anything. Yep. So focus on one, be the best at it, and then decide to move on to other things. Yeah. And then what you find is that if the second thing doesn't work as well as the first option, so you might have chosen to do Google and now you're doing Facebook. Well, if you find that Facebook's not as profitable and the return on your investment is not as good as Google, then you might decide to cut that out and just focus on Google AdWords and do some other offline type strategies. I'm going
0: to go totally off on a tangent here, but I, I did yeah. triathlon, uh, which is three different sports, it's swimming, riding and running. And I trained real hard at all three sports and ended up overtraining, felt fatigued, really drove me down into the ground uh, physically and mentally and it wasn't until I started like taking my time on just one sport at a time that I actually got good at it. So I think that's like outside of digital marketing realm, that's another example is if you're putting your energy into one thing, you can grow so much faster and become better at it like you're saying before you move on to the next, but you can maintain that easily, that first one that you had worked on.
1: That's a perfect analogy, perfect oh. example, yes. and it's also a perfect analogy for life as well. Um, you know, you try to be a plumber and electrician at the same time.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, trying what I mean? to
0: learn too much uh, of this. Yeah, exactly. Cool. That's awesome. So, what would you say? Uh, I'd I like to go back and sort of break this up in stages. So, basically, the first thing you need to have is a basic website, right? So what are the fundamentals we should be looking for as electricians on a website which are going to help? What are like a few things that could, if they implemented it today, the listeners implemented these things, could change the amount of calls they get, the amount of conversions they get?
1: Okay, so there's two types of websites. There's a website for profile, which is if you do a lot of commercial work, and you're looking to build relationships with some of the the, uh, biggest developers and uh, builders and hospitals and commercial orientated work, you're gonna have a website specific for those types of people. Then there's a landing page type website and a landing page type website is about direct response, which means you only wanna show them just enough information to convert them into a phone call within five to 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. Now, if you're an electrician who does a lot of commercial work and you just want to generate more commercial work, then you'll just have a website with maybe four or five different pages just talking about your recent projects and all the things that you've done and, you know, you might have, um, it may have been that uh, you recently uh, were working with Energex and you did this and then, that's yep. great. Yep. So you can land more 10 in, in, in quotes, but if you're looking for more domestic, residential type work it needs to be a landing page website so there's two types of websites so what predominantly we like to focus on is generating more domestic and commercial work yeah and there's a number of reasons why we do that and i'll explain that to you uh, as we go about but a domestic residential type website landing page should just be one page and it should just be one page that has just enough information yep. to get you the phone call. Yeah. So there should be only two points of action, which is a 1300 number on the top left hand corner or the top right hand corner. That is basically the entire focus of the customer. I'll give yeah. you one little hint. Most people don't know where to put the phone number. Some have it on the top right hand corner, some have it on the top left hand corner, some have it right at the bottom in tiny little writing. Yep. Well, what happens is what we tested where to put the phone number. We found that when you put it on the top right-hand corner in large writing, it increased conversion rates by 35%. Wow. Which means 35% more people are calling you because now you have your phone number on the top right-hand corner. And we think the reason for that is because when people go to leave a website, especially – Depends on what type of computer you're using. But when you go to leave a website, they scroll the mouse above the top right hand corner and then click the X button to close the page or click the back button. Yeah. So we found that just through testing different landing pages, what works and what doesn't, having a phone number on the top right hand corner is a massive benefit.
0: Yeah, right. That's cool.
1: Also, having you shouldn't have just one point of action. So one point of you know, don't just expect people to just call you. Some people might want to, might not want to call you. They might want to fill out the box,
0: yep.
1: put their information in, and get a call from you. Yeah. So they generally tend to be the people who just can't call you right off the bat. Maybe people who are working nine to five in a job, and they put in the details and they're asking for a call after five o'clock or after six. Because they can't call you because they're in a the job at, at that point of time. Yeah. So having a form on the landing page that gives them the option of putting the details in and you calling them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's always good. Yep. So second yeah. form of action. So, what should you include in that form or information?
1: So basic information shows should be what's your first name? You don't need to know their last name. You just need to know their first name. Yep. Then it's, what's your email address? Yep. And what do you need help with?
0: Yeah. So simple.
1: So so simple. What yep. do you need help with? What's your details? What uh, should I say? Did I include the phone number? What's your phone number? No, I didn't
0: put that. Yep. Phone number. Okay, so yeah. First but, name, email, what's your name? phone number.
1: Email's not that necessary unless you're going to send them a quote or something like that. So it's first name, phone number. Sometimes we do suburb because some of our members want to know what suburb they're based in and then it's what do you need help with? What Most if someone people, wants they... to
0: email, email back because they're at work all day and they're busy and they can't call until 10 o'clock at night?
1: Okay, so you find that we've tested that. We've put in email. What we've found is that people who communicate through email, the electrician is on his phone trying to respond, trying to get their contact. At the end of the day, what results of that, is what's your phone number? Let's jump on the phone and have a chat. Yeah. So you can cut out that entire process of wasting time going backwards and forwards through email <laughs> and just get straight to the phone call. It yep. will save you a lot of time and it will allow you to book in the job right then and there as opposed to backwards and forwards emailing.
0: Yeah, so maybe they just need to have on the top of that form, we'll call you or something like that. So, so on the top of be a
1: headline. That's right, it that should be, Request a call from us. Yeah. Put in your details. Cool. No, and that's... sometimes you can, put it, you can put in an option where you can uh, allow them to tick a box as to what hours they want to receive the call. Do they want it before nine, before they go to work? Do they want it after five when they finish work? Yep. Things like that. Yeah. Um, but test it and see what works because each state in each city around Australia has different Mm behaviours. The people in Sydney behave different to the people in Perth and the people in Perth behave very different to the people in Melbourne and Brisbane. So what we stress is split test it and test what works according to your market.
0: Cool. Yeah, that's good. As long
1: as you get the funds right, it should be okay.
0: Yeah, okay, cool. And on a basic like marketing planning level, what are things that people need to consider when they're, when, when they're working out who they're marketing to and what sort of work they want to get? What are the things that you would recommend that people on a, on a marketing point of view would have to like write how do you plan it out have you, if you've done marketing planning sessions with your clients? What, what do you normally go through to find that out?
1: So first you need to make a decision whether you want to attract more domestic residential work or you want to go for commercial industrial type work yep. because those types of clients and those types of customers are very, very different behaviours. Okay. If you're after commercial residential work, you want to go for more of a relationship building type website, a profile type website, yep, yep. you're probably not going to get as much traffic but generally they're going to come through all the tenders that you put in, they're going to probably check you out before they even say let's do business, let we we agree with the price. So you want to have that as just a plain website.
0: Oh, so you meant commercial, industrial, because you said residential, commercial.
1: So industrial, commercial yeah, would yeah. be a profile type yep. website, that's okay. right. Yep. And domestic, residential, which is pretty much the same thing, domestic, residential Yeah. Yep. is... A direct response website. If you want to attract more domestic work, then the first part is okay. Who are these people? They're generally mums and dads, people who uh, have issues around the house, want to install a ceiling fan. Yeah, they want to get their upgraded. Uh, want a couple of powerpoints here and there, and they're generally two to maybe five, six hundred dollar average dollar sales. Yeah. So once we identify that you wanna go for the domestic customers, then you should build a campaign around attracting those sort of people and also converting them into phone calls. Cool. All
0: right. So what what would be a difference of like a profile website versus a direct to sale campaign like you're talking about there? What is it the language that you use on your website would be different or Uh, the look of the website be different, what what would be different and how can you set up either one?
1: Okay, so a profile type website, generally you're displaying your projects, you're talking about what you've done in the past and you're talking about the history of the company, who are the directors and things like that. Yeah. Generally, you're trying to attract uh, CEOs, uh, generally uh, medium to large type businesses, uh, corporate type uh, personalities and so what you'd see on those websites are, you know, display all your projects, uh, who are the directors, pictures of uh, the company and the team and things like that. Yeah. Then a a direct response or a domestic type customer is generally going to call you within five to ten minutes. They don't want to see a whole lot of information. They want to see that you are a local electrician who can help them. Cool. And generally what you find is that the less you have, the higher your conversion rate. Ah. Whereas a profile website is the more you have, the better the chance you have of winning the job.
0: Ah, okay, gotcha.
1: So domestic customers only want to see just enough information, testimonials, list of your services, um, where to call you, can they put in their details and request a call. Minimum less information ends up getting more phone calls, more leads. Cool. Um, Yeah, so those are the two basic uh, fundamentals and what we generally do is we like to focus on direct response which is attract the domestic customers because uh, not only, and I'll explain it to you why we're, the entire business and our philosophy is more geared towards electricians should have a business. Where at least 60 to 70% of their work coming in should at least have domestic residential work coming in.
0: Okay. Gen- Why is that? Of,
1: that, that type. Well, if you think about it, most electricians prefer commercial. Not only is it because it's more money, it's cleaner, it's just easier, you don't have to juggle working with uh, Mrs. and Mrs. Jones, if they've got issues, you've got to go back there and fix it again. That doesn't generally happen with commercial work. You're dealing with one or two, three customers, it's easy, you you can make a good chunk of money. Yeah. The problem with that is most electricians prefer that, and if there is an economic downturn, something happens in the industry, and it happens every seven to ten years. We know that. Market always goes through a correction the economy goes through down cycles, yep, yep. Built, built around commercial, be prepared yeah. because I can give you a of examples from back in 2008, we had one of our members who's working for him. 95% of the money was the commercial construction industry. What happened in the economy in 2008, then slowed down, builders started pulling back, not many people buying houses, developers weren't getting finance to build. What happened was his business went down by 50%. And then we thought, okay, what do we do? We need to get some work coming in. So that's when they came to us and they said, Lexi, we need to have a domestic section within our business. We'll have three or four vans running around doing domestic work, keep the cash flow coming in so we can pay the bills and stay above board, yeah. what we tend to focus on is if you have a domestic arm or department within your the business, you're basically setting yourself up for a recession-proof business. Yeah. So no matter what happens in your industry, you're always going to be solid, your fundamentals are going to be solid. So that all the commercial work that you're still doing, I'm not saying don't do that, I'm saying that it should be looked at as more of a bonus.
0: Yeah, so it does diversifying your work pretty much. Exactly,
1: exactly. But the challenge with domestic work is no one knows how to attract that. How do you go, how do you get in front of Mrs. and Mr. Jones if you're not a referral, if it's not coming through word of mouth, some are cold calling and they don't like doing that or they're going in real estate agents and property managers begging them to do business. How do you flip it so they're coming to you?
0: Yeah, so inbound. That's
1: what we do inbound. Yeah. And that's what we do through digital marketing. Yeah, and that's why a lot of electricians come to us because most of it is domestic domestic residential, but a small part of it, 5 to 10% is commercial. Yeah. So still picking up commercial, but it's not the majority of the types of leads that are coming in. Yeah. So domestic is very important because most electricians, especially the ones that are members of our, and even the ones who are considering coming on board, one of the biggest reasons why they don't, they can't sleep at night, is because they're just scared that if they lose that big contract, and they've got 15 guys working on that contract, yeah. or so something happens, they're gonna wake up tomorrow and everything's just gone. Boom. Yeah. What do you do?
0: Yep. So if you're working for one client, I'd, I'd definitely. The amount of people I've talked to about who have had big clients and then they've lost one and 50% of their work is gone. Well, it's massive, eh? So. If you think on a small small scale, huge volume, that's that's a nice cushion, it's a lovely that's cushion. Right.
1: That's right and you know that comes through again, to generate that work, you've got to have a system and a marketing strategy in place to attract that work. Yeah. You don't want to be wasting time, bending doors, cold cooling, begging people to do business with you, although it works to some extent, but it's very time consuming and your conversion rates are very low. Yeah. Flip it. Have a system in your business that protects you against any economic downturn. But you should go one step further. For every dollar that you invest in 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 a system or digital marketing, you should be getting back two, three, four, five, six dollars. Multiplier. So it should it should be making you a an amazing return on your investment. So yeah. every month, you know, for every you know, if you're putting five thousand dollars over here to do this, you've got to know that that's going to get you back. 25 30 40 50 thousand dollars in domestic work. Yeah, that doesn't even include all the upsells and the repeat customers So at the same time you're building yourself a database. Yeah um, Which is also important to do so yeah. I can't stress domestic and having a system is going to really put you at the forefront of protecting yourself against your competition yeah, because um, and also Protecting yourself against the economy if things go down.
0: What if um, what if someone isn't, doesn't have the capability to do extra domestic work because they've already got too much commercial or industrial? So okay, all of the so, people that they've hired as are specialised in commercial and industrial. Would you still recommend that they go and do a residential department as well?
1: It depends on the size of the business. Like you know, if you if the if hundred percent of the business is from industrial commercial work and you've got five, six, seven guys working for you, I'll guarantee you that you're not operating at 100% capacity. Guaranteed. Most most uh, electricians, unless you've got a really efficient, lean, systemized business, where every single guy is just cranking out as many hours as possible and is making new money, in most cases, they're at about 70 80% capacity, which means that your existing guys can still fit in Five or ten extra domestic work jobs a week. Yeah. If you're at, if you are that business where you have a hundred percent capacity and you can't fit in anymore, then that should give you a clue that you should okay. What if I just hire one guy who's really good with customers, really good with building relationships, set him up with, him and see what happens. Yeah. Because then what you find is that. Your cash flow is really good. It's making you more money um, for every dollar that you invest in. You might even start to build a, 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 you know, two or three, four or five vans on the road just doing domestic work. Yeah. And you also find that just by them being on the road, they'll also pick up some more commercial work for you as yeah. well. I
0: think that's important so become, as well. Like when you've got, if you are fully commercial or fully industrial and you're going to go and do residential, you need a separate van, separate person who specializes in that because otherwise it will be in too inefficient not carrying the right stock and you won't be making more money. So, having, like you said, Alexi, having another person on who just specializes that, who's good with customers, you know, to give you that diversification, start buying com- commercial premises, residential and units. Like, they all have their benefit. They all grow at different times. So, diversifying will really protect you as a business.
1: Spot on. Cool. You know, we had a guy who... 100% of his business was industrial-type work. And that's why it's important to identify in the beginning what, what, where do you want to take your business and where do you want to grow. Yep. And you know if you're an industrial electrician and you've been doing it for 30 years and you're not willing to change and you're not willing to flex your muscles and you know, see what things are like, then it's going to be very difficult no matter what marketing strategy you have and no matter how many leads you're going to get, yeah. you're always going to be... You're always going to be um, stressing yourself out, finding reasons why uh, I'd rather do this domestic uh, industrial work because it's easier and you understand it. But we had a guy like that, and we, uh, you know, after two or three months, we, um, we we decided to stop because he wasn't quite willing to go through the learning curve of how the domestic market operates. So it's important that you identify in the beginning. Where do you want to take this business? Yeah. You, if you want to, if you want to have fifty percent commercial, fifty percent domestic, perfect. If you want to go even more, where seventy percent commercial, thirty percent domestic, you can do that as well. But if if your if your business is a hundred percent commercial and you really don't want to change that, again, um, there's some fundamental flaws there again because we talked about the economy and things slowing down again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But also. Um, you've got to be willing to, to go through some change. And, you know, once you go through that, you're protecting yourself against anything that happens in the industry.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's, it's fair to say any specific percentage is right or wrong. I think what you need to do as contractors out there is start measuring, start make sure when you take a phone call for a job or you uh, somehow log where that calls from because you need to be able to report on that for dollar for dollar. So you need to know how much money... How many jobs? Uh, how frequently you're getting that work? Because that will help you decide what percentage works for you in your idea of success. Because what's important to you is what matters the most. So if you're a business owner, you want to be focusing on what makes, what is your idea of success, and how do you need to tweak your type of business to allow you to have the lifestyle that you want in business as an electrician. And it's different for Put everyone. On.
1: Yeah, that that's that that's absolutely right yeah um yeah and you know the whole tracking back towards where that customer came from how much you made from that customer tracking every every metric
0: yeah
1: is basic fundamentals of a successful digital marketing strategy and that's what we do we track it all you have to know exactly what's what your average dollar sale yeah where your leads are coming from yeah you know um how much you know they 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 spent with you guys things like that yeah you know some people want to grow a 10 million dollar business and some just want and make a couple of million dollars a year and have a lifestyle on top of that so someone just again, 100 grand a
0: year so and it's, there's no the, right or wrong answer and whoever you are that's and what right. you want to do you just got to make sure you know that and you build your own business to suit that, whatever it is. So... Spot on. Cool. Perfect. Awesome. All right, let's go back to... um, So with those platforms in terms of... I want to get to some tips, like almost... Actually, what are the five biggest mistakes or three biggest mistakes you see electricians doing with their digital marketing today?
1: Okay. So most electricians either have... A website. Yep. Some don't even have a website, and that's okay, because if they're relatively successful according to what they um, want to achieve, that's great as well. Yep. But the ones who do have a website have either invested five hundred up to ten thousand dollars for a website. For the website, yeah. That's and to that buy a website or invest in a website. Now make it look good and talk and good, you are. Then go around and wait for what? Well, okay, what do we do now? That's that's all that happens. Yeah. So one of the biggest mistakes is it's not having a website. If if you want to make your website make you money, you need to figure out how to get people to your website so that you can get a phone call or a lead from it. That's going to make you 50000 dollars in sales a month. Yeah. So first mistake is no traffic.
0: Yeah. Guarantee. Okay. Yeah.
1: Second, second mistake is converting that traffic into phone calls, leads, and jobs.
0: Yeah. Most, yep. right. Most
1: electricians. Yeah. That's right. Most electricians, again, going back to how we talked about what's a profile website and what's a direct response website. Yeah. Who do you want to attract? Because if you have a profile website and you want more domestic work coming in, your chances of converting, even if you had a hundred thousand people visiting your site a month, are going to be very small. Yeah. So, having a site that is geared towards converting your ideal customer, your ideal visitor, into a phone call. Yeah. So, uh, conversions. You know, things like understanding where to put the phone number, understanding what to say, what you know, what not to say. How the testimonials should be placed on your website. Yeah. Where the logo should go. You know how is the navigation. How fast does it load? Yeah. Uh, things like that. You know, if you've got a very slow loaded website, even if it's a landing page and it doesn't pop up within a couple of seconds, forget back. about it. You not <laughs> you're going back and yeah. back on the Google or whoever. You know, probably pop up a fridge magnet, call someone else. Yeah. So. Um, Conversions, and, uh, and the third would be most important, which is a, a slow-loaded website. Yeah,
0: too most, slow, so people will go website. back. Like you said, you could have a hundred thousand people coming to your website, but it doesn't load fast enough. You do it yourself. Next time you notice a, a website's not loading, you push back on it.
1: That's <laughs> I've right. done or, that Self-analysis. Well, <laughs> they have too much stuff on the website. Too yeah. many pictures. Too much. It takes too long. So no matter no matter uh, how fast you've got the, uh, the servers are and the, the company that's hosting your website, no matter how fast it is, it's still going to be slow because you've just got too much stuff on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So having a fast website and having the, the fundamentals right is going to get you that phone call. At the end of the day, if you're having a website and you want to get more domestic customers and more residential type work, you need to be focused on getting phone calls. Yep. That's all people care about. How yep. can I get a phone call? How can I get a phone call? Because a phone call means a job, a booked-in appointment. That's a new customer, and what's the lifetime value of that customer? Yeah, you know, over the next twenty years. Yep. So they're the basic fundamentals. I mean, it goes a lot deeper than that. But if you can focus on those top three, you you basically be ahead of the ahead of the ninety percent of the other electricians who are trying to yeah. figure this stuff out.
0: Yeah, cool. I'd like to just yeah. share an experience that I've had uh, when I've created an avatar, like you know the movie, that create yeah. a, uh, an avatar which is your ideal customer. So, you, you, you know, he's got brown hair and he works uh, at a finance company and he is um, married, you know, whoever it is, and his name's Job, John Brown and <laughs> whatever it is, but you create that customer and that's your what exactly what they look like in your head and so what you need to do from that point is sit in their sh- like seat and go or on the phone and be them and say okay what am I looking for as this guy or woman or whoever you are, your avatar is it might be a, a stay-at-home mum you know or whatever it is who's the person that's actually going to call you and give you a job and, and a way to find this out it might be just to scan through your past customers and work out yeah, these were my favourite customers, this is my ideal customer. So the person that was happy to get an upsell, who was happy to upgrade all their lights and their switchboard, um, you know, that's my ideal customer and they live in this area. So once you've discovered that, then you start to build everything, your digital marketing around what attracts that person and you'll find this, this law of attraction uh, where you just get more and more of that type of work from that type of customer.
1: And that it's way. funny because... Most electricians are not taught this stuff. This is why you have this platform to teach them the basic fundamentals so you don't make a lot of the common mistakes that a lot of uh, electricians are going to be making. And it's not just in the electrical industry, it's in all the other industries. If you just cut back, forget about building a website for now, just identify who is your ideal customer. Mm. Where do you want to dominate? You know, do you want to go after more commercial work, do you want to go after domestic work and then build that profile like you just said, um, that avatar and then your entire marketing can be around attracting more of that type of work. Yeah. Most of them don't even do that step, imagine if you just did that, then alone. Yeah. The, whole, the, the whole business would change. Yeah. And all you have to do is think yeah. about
0: that person, that avatar every day, you just think what does that person need? What does that person want? What are those, that avatar's challenges? What are the challenges they face? So once you start thinking like that, you can start to customize your messages on your website and your marketing material to really drive traffic and get more conversions.
1: It's just about putting yourself in their shoes. Yep, cool. And, and you know it's, it takes about an hour or two to do that exercise Worth it. Um, it's, it, but it's very powerful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> definitely Maybe wa- longer. <laughs>
0: definitely worth it. Though. Yeah, as long as it yeah, takes. Uh, like it's worth. As it.
1: long as it takes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know absolutely. if you guys have
0: ever been on holidays and you've, and you've gone away and you've actually given yourself some time to stop, like stop working, and you actually start to think about these sort of things. And you know you should make that a regular practice because, they'll make a, a massive effect on your business if you do.
1: That's what I do as well three times a year go away for a week and you will not believe the ideas and the things that come to me while I'm not inside the business yeah and you know it's just it's a common trait along a lot of successful people is that take some time off just to think and you know not be in the day-to-day operations of the business yeah. you finally you come back you just can't wait to get started start putting these things into place yeah man. so it's important to take some time off no uh, I, the amount of books and uh, events that I've been to that teach that basic um, wisdom in philosophy it's just it's crazy but most people don't do it yeah so yeah. Um, but so the,
0: the thing yeah. I noticed like from my experience in business is if you're working go 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 it's a totally different place in the mind than you doing your admin work and then you creating being creative and your marketing thing so it's like a three prong sort of thing you've got going and doing the work you've got administration invoicing quotes and then you've got creative thinking and marketing messages where you actually have to leave yourself put yourself in your customers shoes and think about them and you know once you can start to and if you're going to take time off or break it up in your day it's really hard to shift over to each one of those things for the guys out there you know, doing on the tools all day and you come home and then you've got to be on the books all night and then you might spend your weekends thinking creatively but man if you can sp- split that up and actually take the time to do it you usually don't, you always throw the creative side off the end of the cliff and you don't ever think about it so you're never really Beautiful. thinking about your customer
1: Fantastic, spot on
0: Think about your customer sort of throw <laughs> <laughs> Yeah for sure Cool, cool man um, so what would be some other like things that are happening right now in the marketing world that we should be aware of as electricians, do you think?
1: Okay, so there's two things. And I want to talk about the difference between Google and I want to talk about Facebook. Facebook is a very powerful platform to generate sales, phone calls, leads, etc. Et and so is Google. Now most electricians just don't know where to go. Where do you start? What should I do? Most electricians generally have a Facebook page um, and put a bit of photos up there and get all their friends and family to like it. And that's it. That's all that happens, yeah. most cases. Yeah. And then um you've got Google. Some electricians are doing something called SEO, search engine optimization. And in my opinion, because we used to do search engine optimization, we don't do it anymore. Primarily because Google's algorithms are constantly changing, that you could wake up tomorrow and you'd be on page ten, yeah. and you won't even know where your business is. Yeah. And what and and for us having a business that you know, primarily focuses on SEO, uh, you know, we'd come in one morning and everyone's pages are on page seven, eight, nine, ten, and the phones just running off the hook, and we and we've got to figure out how to get them back onto page one. Huh. So what we, what we found is that it's virtually Impossible to stay on page one for long periods of time because Google's algorithms are constantly changing. Without changing so the algorithm, yeah, without, without without notice, yeah. And then you need to figure out what changed, and then fix your website and change that to to meet the policies. So going back to Google, Facebook, where 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 should I? What should I do? Facebook, most people are not actively looking for an electrician. They're scrolling through, they're looking and basically most people who aren't Facebook are either bored or have got some time to, to kill and they just want to see all their photos, uh, friends' photos, um, anything that's happening uh, and if they are interested and that's a big if because a lot of people need to see that ad before they, oh, 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 do. I, well, actually I do need an electrician. If they're interested, yeah. then they may call you. But then at the same time, most electricians, when they do click on that ad, they go to a lousy website that is not specific to that type of user. Yep. So you might have a profile website and someone's on Facebook. Very unlikely that someone who's on Facebook saw your ad and then comes to your profile website and wants to give you a million-dollar contract. That's yeah. very, very unlikely that's going to happen. Yep. Um, the difference between Facebook and, and Google Google, you people are actively ta- taking the time out of their day. They're pulling out their phone. They're pulling out their laptop, their iPad, and they're actually typing in electrician Perth. Yeah. You
0: know,
1: electrician... Melbourne. Melbourne. Yeah, electrician Wherever city, it is.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Or whatever local area that yeah. they're in. And those people are... Uh, basically the hottest prospects that you could ever have at your fingertips yeah because you just got to ask yourself
0: like uh, what would you do if your your dog peed on your carpet and it's so bad that you need to call a carpet cleaner What would you do? Tell me
1: Go, go on Facebook <laughs> you go. no you wouldn't go on
0: Facebook <laughs> not for that so that's like in the moment I need. X, I need someone to come out and do this for me, where would you be? That's sort of, that's when you put yourself in, in your customer's shoes. So someone's that's lost your, their power, eh? you're not an electrician because at the moment you're like, oh if I lost power i will just fix it myself. Like that's what you're saying to yourself at the moment but that's put yourself it. in your customer's shoes and if they lost power and your avatar is, let's just say it's a, a cafe owner so it's a commercial premises but the owner's there and he's like, oh. You know, first it might be to call the, the property manager. But second, can't get hold of them. I need power on. Where would you do now? Go to Google, probably Google. not Facebook.
1: That's, that's exactly right. And generally, when it's an emergency or they haven't got time to waste, they'll click on the first couple of positions that come up the top. Yeah. So, again, being right in front of people who are actively looking for an electrician. Where, where are they? They're on Google. And, you know, if you've been in business 20, 30 years and you're not on Google, uh, be prepared to be outmaneuvered by some of the younger generation who grew up on the iPhone and and on the internet and they understand that Google is the place to be. So by being on Google, you have an active customer who's looking for an electrician. Now, you need to structure your ad to convince them to click on your ad instead of somebody else's business. So, getting a click is just one part of it. Then you need to yeah. convert them into a phone call, yep. which again comes back to the things that we've been talking about, which is how we've really systemized the entire process so that basically people don't need to think about it, they just need to apply it and it just works. Yeah. Um, so, We've tested Facebook, we've tested Google, we've tested Instagram, we've tested anything new that comes out, we're testing it against what we're currently doing. And if that beats, if that gets better results than what we're currently doing, we'll be doing that. And that becomes the new control. Um, So if you want to know how to get customers and get involved in front of them, you need to be on Google.
0: Yeah. Cool. Good tips. Good tips. Cool, man. Well, um, we've got a couple of our electrician success members who have asked a couple of questions as well. Um, So I would like to just bring that up and and ask those questions on their behalf for them. And uh, I think we've got time for probably two, so I'm just going to (coughs) choose first in best dress. I love that rule. So um, let's pull it up now. One second, sorry. Okay, so... All right. So, how long should we give AdWords campaign before we see results and what ROI should we be targeting on any advertising? Smiley face from Chris Putney.
1: Okay, first of all, Google AdWords is a very powerful platform to utilize. However, if you haven't gone through the process of understanding the ins and outs of how Google AdWords works, you've got to remember it's a very, it's kind of the, the best analogy that I, that I give to electricians is I say, look, Google AdWords is like a Ferrari. Okay. If you put Michael Schumacher behind the Ferrari, the thing's going to take off. Yeah. But if you put a learner driver behind it, you have a very powerful engine, but it's not going to go anywhere. Mm. In fact, you might even crash. Yep. And in, 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 a, in a specific example with Google AdWords, crashing means losing a lot of money. Yep. And you don't want to be doing that. Most people who try Google AdWords lose a lot of money very, very quickly. And so how long should you try it for? Well, first of all, you've got to get into the game. You've got to understand what you're getting in, involved in and you've got to learn, see for me, if I am if I want to become an electrician, I need to go to school, I need to become an apprentice and I need to learn the ins and outs of being an electrician. Yep. That question is kind of like saying, how long should I be an apprentice for before I become an electrician? Yep. Or how long? Should I, you know, go to school or how long should I be in someone's house trying to fix their switchboard before I get the result? Yeah. It's so with with Google AdWords best way to, to explain to, to tell to the best answer that I can give is stop what you're doing, go back and understand everything you need to know about Google AdWords. Yeah. Study your competition, go do courses. Yeah. Uh go and see the world's best experts in Google AdWords. Yep. Then once you've got the basic fundamentals, then you should start applying what you've learned and give it at least three months before you've hit the maximum potential.
0: Cool. All right, so that's good. That's the answer to that answers that time and, question. And so what return sure. on, you said before, it's got to be two or three or four times, right, return on investment. What should be a, what's a pretty, what's a average uh, return on investment you you aim for with your clients, at electrician target.
1: So you've got to be aiming for at least five, six, seven, up to ten times back your money. Yeah. In most cases, we do a lot more than that. However, um, you want to know that for every dollar that you're putting in, it's getting you back two dollars.
0: Yeah, of course. And if you
1: know that, and if you know that every dollar you're putting in is getting you back two, then you know you've got something that's working.
0: Yep. Oh, okay. I just want to add in there though, guys, like. You've got to also consider your running costs, all of your wages, your margins. your margins, you've got to make sure you're covering your expenses so it might be good that you're, you're spending $2,000 and getting $4,000 back but if it's costing you
1: $2,000 to run your business, you're a zero. So It's profit. Yeah. You don't want to be looking at your turnover, you don't want to be saying okay, I spent $1 and, I'm, and, I, and I made 500 what was your profit out of that 500 That would 500? be good. <laughs> Spent $1 and <laughs> yeah, got 500 out of it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a pretty good return. Uh, you want really to look at your profit margins, that's yeah. right. So yeah. profit is what's... Uh, there's no point making in making $300,000 if you're only making $10,000 a year yeah. profit. That, yeah. That's that's it. So You've got to look at what your profits are. Yep.
0: Yeah. Cool. That's a good one. All right, next question was from Graham Kendrick. He said, ask... What sets electrician target apart from the 500 other digital marketing calls I get every week? <laughs> it would be great to 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 uh it would be great. Oh, sorry, it would be good to get some examples of costing for different size businesses as well. Can you help us out? Okay, so with that?
1: so what sets us apart is, well, first of all, we don't we don't do outbound, so we're not reaching out to electricians. They're coming to us.
0: You don't get. Okay? you don't call. That's. <laughs> You're not one of the 500.
1: We're we're not one of the 500. People are coming to us. The next part is, is, would you rather go see a GP or an eye specialist for an eye problem? A GP is like everybody else. Mm. They're all the other companies. They do it for all sorts of industries. They don't understand the electrical industry like we do. They don't have clients like we do members that we look after so our experience is incomparable to everybody else yeah do you want your expert where for every dollar you're going to invest it's going to make you back you know five six seven ten twenty times back or do you want someone who has done it for a carpet cleaner and can probably do it for you too? come on board
0: yeah it's very
1: different so that's what sets us apart. Is we understand your industry. We have members who are electricians, from one-man bands to guys who've got 30, 40 sparkies working for them. Cool. I'm having daily conversations with them over the phone. I understand the pains and the challenges and the and everything that's going on in their businesses. Yeah. Although I'm not an electrician myself, I can speak your language because I understand exactly so, what. So you what, do. Because that's what we do, yeah. And we everything that we know, and we can just apply it to the results. Cool. So again, yeah, um, expert or a generalist? Do you want to use a specialist or a generalist? We specialize in this. We do this for electricians. Yep. That's what sets us apart. Um, What's the other question? Uh, just um, an
0: idea of pricing for different sizes businesses.
1: Or is that okay, a so the way it basis. works is we have a number. Of, yeah, we have a number of packages depending on what size of business you are and what goals you want to achieve. Yeah, it's very difficult to throw out a number and say this is what it's going to cost because I don't understand where you want to go and what you want to achieve. Yeah, the best way to find out if it's a good fit for you, and the best way to figure out if you qualify to uh, go through this process. It's actually schedule a call, I'll go through a series of questions, we'll figure out if you're a good fit and if you qualify to come on board and then we'll make some recommendations as to which package is best going to suit you to get you to where you want to go. Yeah. That's the best way that I can say it
0: because
1: yeah. I'll be doing an injustice by throwing out numbers because yeah. it's not going to suit everybody. Yeah, that's right. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks, Alex. Thanks
0: for your time, mate. Eh? We're, we're up on time now. Um, but no really words. appreciate you coming on board. There's so much valuable information in there today, so I think our members are going to get, and all of the listeners on the podcast are going to get a lot out of this. Um, if you are a member of the Academy, then you have direct contact with Alexi in the group, so if you've got any marketing questions at all now or in the future, just reach out in the group and you've got direct access to him if you've got any questions about this sort of stuff. And uh, if you're not a member... I want you to sign up and, and be a part of it because the community is a great place to be energized and motivated but I really appreciate you coming on board today and spending your time sharing those secrets, inside secrets about the uh, marketing things that we can do as electricians out in the field. So uh, yeah, thanks a lot. Thank
1: you, thank you Greg, thanks for, thanks for having me and um, I'm a big fan of what you're doing so thank you for all the effort, time. That, you, uh, that you're putting into this platform, it's amazing. I'm personally a paying member, um, and um, I'll be. If anyone's got any comments, I'll will respond to comments and uh, help you guys out. Anything awesome. that's to do with marketing.
0: Yeah, how can they reach you, Alexi? How, what, what's your website and your Facebook contacts?
1: Okay, so our website is electriciantarget.com. Yep. That's our main homepage. If you want to reach out to me through Facebook, you can private message me, or you can comment in the sections when um, when you have the video on the on the on the Facebook uh, page. Or you can best way to do it, it to actually schedule a call and reach out to me, is to actually go on our website, watch the case study video. It goes for about 20 minutes. Yeah, and. Look at the case studies of how we we worked with uh, AK Electrical in the Gold Coast and what we did for them. And then at the end of it, if you feel like taking the next step, then you can fill out the application form, you schedule a call and I'm giving away a one-on-one strategy session call. It's normally $499 but I'll give away to that for, for all the members. So you can have my time, we'll go through your business, we'll figure out what's the missing piece in terms of marketing to help you get to where you want to go. Awesome. So, it's all it's all there and yeah. I look forward to
0: talking with you guys. Awesome. Alright, thanks again. Have a
1: good one. Thanks, Greg. See you, mate. See you, mate. Bye. Bye.
0: This episode is brought to you by the Electrician Success Academy. You go to electrical school during your apprenticeship to learn how to be an electrician technically, but they don't teach you the skills you need to succeed in the electrical industry as an electrician and as a business owner. That's where the Electrician Success Academy comes in because we teach skills like customer service, business operation hacks, sales and marketing, work-life balance, finances, productivity and more. All of these skills are applicable to any electrician and any business owner anywhere in the world. If you are looking to take your trade and your business to the next level, we recommend that you sign up as a community member and be motivated by the high performance electricians in that group. This is called social learning. This is where we all teach each other something. As a community member, you have direct contact and can ask questions to any one of the interviewees that you hear on this podcast. You can talk directly with me, Greg Allen, and you can talk directly with Kirk or anyone else that's on the podcast. And you can interact with other high performance electricians from around the world and get little tips and tricks that you might not have thought about in your local area. And that's what this is all about. We're trying to share high performance information with the entire world so that we can all lift each other's standards and be more successful in the electrical industry. So if you're interested in in signing up to that, go ahead to the electricians-success-academy.com and sign up as a community member And if you want to further your learning after that, and once you see what it's all about, then you can sign up to additional electrical courses on there as well. I welcome you just to go and check it out because we would love to have you on board as a community member. If you need to get in touch with me for whatever reason, just shoot me an email at support at electricians-success.com. But anyway, let's get stuck into this episode. We hope you enjoy it and you get a lot of value out of it. Have a super day out there. Talk to you soon.